This podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Must be 21. Available in Ohio only. Void where prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Sports gaming is provided in partnership with Dayton Real Estate Ventures, LLC, DBA, Hollywood Gaming at Dayton Raceway. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in-depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in-depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. You're listening to Sports Better's Paradise on the Bet Rivers Network. All right, Jimmy, out along with Dave Koken here on the Sports Better's Paradise. You can find it wherever you find your podcast and uh, again on the Bet Rivers Network a YouTube channel. Dave Koken. Now, Dave, we limited schedule in Major League Baseball. So let's have some fun yeah. and look back on uh, this past weekend in college and pro football and the football weekend. It is funny because the two sports sort of collided on Saturday. You have one of the uh, best games or more entertaining games, I guess you could say. I thought some really flaws in uh, the defensive uh, defensive scheme and play. Uh, and both teams were out uh, down some uh, defensive backs. Clemson and Wake Forest. Uh, I mean, back and forth. And some people down in the south were let ABC know that they were not happy with them cutting in to the uh, judge at bats to see him go 0 for 3 with a walk uh, in the game against uh, Boston. But um, some DBs down. For Clemson, uh, first-time defensive coordinator, and they just did not look back to the, see the ball. Our buddy Joe Burrow, he would say when he would see the back of the helmet, I'm considering them open when he was at LSU. would just throw it. How many times you see the ball drop right in there? The back is in position, but just not make an attempt to make any plays in the ball. Well, let's give some credit to Wake Forest quarterback, who is one of the better quarterbacks in college football. And Wake Forest? Didn't panic early when they fell down 14 nothing. Looked like they might get run out early. And they outplayed Wake, uh, Clemson the rest of that game. Uh, Clemson did some good things offensively. But maybe they're not all that they're cracked up to be defensively. Clemson actually went down in my rankings, uh, my power ratings this weekend. And their post-game win expectancy, the post-game win expectancy says that Wake Forest should have won this football game. And I had Clemson, so I, uh, I had a good weekend, but Clemson was one of the losers. So it's not like I'm making, you know, well, I got unlucky. I didn't get unlucky. I was, I was lucky to get to overtime, actually. Sam Hartman, uh, you're talking about uh, from Wake Forest, and when he yeah. went down with that undisclosed injury, he was dealing with a blood clot. And so, you know, the hippo, they, they kind of respected his privacy. And when he overcame it and he's ready to return, then they divulged it. But at the time, and I was out in Del Mar at the time and looking at because they give up so much on defense, that they're, just, they're just not – they don't have the personnel on the roster right. to really defend like you, like you would want. But – I made the argument that Hartman may be the most valuable player to his team in, as far as point spread value of any team uh, in the country, any player uh, in the country, because he has to score 40, 45 a game. 
and they do something unique with their pocket and their RPOs about a third of their times where they're doing like this little amoeba pocket and he's just kind of hanging in there and it just it, it, it's 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 very unique and it's going to be mimicked a, a lot by some of the other teams at some point but you don't see it a whole lot and I didn't know with that much ballyhoo defensive front of Clemson that they could withhold him and have these extended sort of pockets and RPOs well when they identified that they were playing man even with backup cornerbacks and not looking back to the ball it kind of neutralized that front I thought and he just he's going to put it there every time I thought DJU also for Clemson had one of his better days throwing the ball I thought he threw the ball with accuracy and touch as well yeah there's no more quarterback controversy at Clemson he's He's the starter, and he is playing better. Uh, it's, uh, I'm blanking on the kid's name, uh, the running back. He's a solid player. Shipley. Uh, me, thank you. But Clemson's, they've got some flaws, and uh, this is going to be some game this weekend with NC State. I mean, I, yeah, I, don't no know doubt. That, I don't know that I'll get involved in it, but if I play it, it'll be NC State or nobody. Oh, I, uh, I like NC State in yeah. that matchup. And, uh, you know, you're talking about uh, emotion and things like that. And, um, well, there was obviously a little emotion uh, spent in Winston-Salem on Saturday. No question. So, we'll see because, boy, you talk about ACC's a good quarterback league. And DJU, Ongalele uh, from uh, Clemson, was not one of those considered or really discussed before the season. And no. he's showing that he is, he is coming on uh, as of late as well. But the kid for NC State has got some filthy numbers I mean and he is really really good we'll see about that they go to Clemson and play and there's a lot of my Clemson friends who are saying hey you got a long term you go out in when Dabble first got the job broke the bank and got Chad Morris as his offensive coordinator and then he went out and got a Brent Venables and you replace the coordinators both coordinators at Clemson have no coordinator experience so they are uh, getting a little ruffled uh, in Clemson South Carolina right now speaking of emotionally spent was there any team that's been on this emotional run of three weeks, like Appalachian State. Wow. And that was a I good game for me on Saturday. Yeah, I had, I had, James, I had James Madison, Madison and I'm looking three nothing, and then it's twenty eight to three, Dave. Yeah. I'm like, oh well, they come all the way back and went thirty two to twenty eight. Well, they beat themselves in the first half with turnovers, and then they just took over the game in the second half. Very impressive win for JMU, and they're suddenly a team with a real shot in the Sun Belt. But as far as the spot goes, this is a really tough spot for App State. And it showed in the second half. I mean, they're coming off three incredible games, including ESPN's game day. Right. Being there for the game the prior week against Troy, which is, I mean, that's the biggest event to ever take place. I, I, I don't know the history of Boone, of, of Boone uh, North Carolina, but that has to be from a media standpoint, the biggest event that's ever taken place in that city. Boone, North Carolina, kind of a, a very underrated, picturesque place beautiful. in the country. It's great beautiful. TV. It is beautiful, um, but no, they've never been. They just joined uh, Division I uh, not too long ago. Uh, so, and, it's, uh, and that's where James Madison is in a similar spot. Not quite as prominent in FCS, but really good. Really good, well, as App State was. And uh, making that ju- jump to D1 or FBS uh, and they this did, year. They, re- they recruited, uh, I think he's like a sixth-year quarterback who's been at D1 schools and has played. Santeo's been, uh, he was at Temple, Colorado State, 
It might have been someplace else, and I've forgotten where. But having that veteran signal caller to manage the game, that's been a big plus for James Madison. Yeah, it, it, uh, impressive there. And I lost on Tennessee. I laid the points. What a an atmosphere. Oh. I thought it was going to be popping. I was right. I mean, that – they had the checkerboard sections in the stands. It looked phenomenal, and it was. And listen, if Richardson throws to four to thirty six and beats me, I tip my hat. I'm sorry. I mean, you know, this kid is is not a, a consistent passer at all. No. But he made throws against Tennessee. They backdoored it against me on Saturday. Well, the uh, the other two mentions we've talked about this, and everybody everybody in college football who does shows has talked about when are they going to finally drop the hammer on Jeff Collins at Georgia Tech. Well, it finally happened this morning. I think he's going to get a buyout of $11 million. Not bad. The AD is going with him. The other coach who I think would have been gone today, he got a reprieve in an incredibly lucky win, is uh, uh, Auburn, Harson. If they lose that game, there were substantial rumors that he was going to be fired uh, and just goodbye. He survived a week. They've got LSU this week. They're in trouble. That was one of the luckiest wins I've ever seen for a team on uh, on Saturday. Missouri just completely screwed up at the end of the game. Um, Auburn's a program in real trouble right now. Yeah, that that with with all of our numbers that we thought that was going to be LSU about three and a half or four, it's just a seven and a half and eight. Oh, and, and, so and it, that, I think it's going to go up. Yeah, very little, very little uh, consumer uh, confidence uh, I, in the Auburn Tigers right now. And as I you bet said, LSU. What number did you get them at? Um, I'd have to look at my sheet. Eight. Yeah. Uh-huh. So you think it's even going up higher than that? Okay. Uh, I don't think it's going back to seven. Let's put it that way. Okay. So I'll take the uh, I'll lay the eight, and uh, I don't think it's going to matter. Not a good place when things go sour. I can tell you that <laughs> in Auburn, Alabama. No, and what I'm hearing is they might not even sell out this game. Oh, which I, is I, I, I can see that, that would but... be that would be unusual. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know Auburn pretty well. Mm-hmm. That fan base is really unhappy right now. He said that a couple of weeks ago, mm-hmm. and it didn't get it. It got worse. With the Penn State game, which was a very big game for them, and they just got crushed in the second. And, and they showed up, and, and I said that they were they were loaded. There was no yep. empty seats in Jordan yep. Hare for for the Penn State game, but well, to get embarrassed the, on a big I'll stage like they, that. When there were empty seats, though, in the fourth quarter. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, that that's a bad sign. Uh, I got when they're you. not even sticking around for the end of this. Like, let's get out of here. First trip uh, ever for a Big Ten team to Penn State, and you lose like that against them. I mean, it's – no, there was a – and then, hey, listen, the re- the reward does not match the risk. You do not extend the ball near the goal line unless it's fourth down. My buddy Rohan Davey, who does my Sunday morning show with – who's played for Nick Saban, who's played for Bill Belichick, he says, you won't see those guys do that. No. And, you know, hey, eight out of nine times, whatever, it, no big deal, but that one time – whether it's Tennessee, Georgia, a few years ago, up in Knoxville, or here, it is. And first and goal from the half yard line, he ended up in the end zone anyway. Just, just not smart. And it's on the coaches; they didn't emphasize it enough uh, with their skill guys uh, in practice. So, and and a missed field goal from what the middle of the field, the two yard line. Yeah. I mean, my goodness. Yeah. Um, so wild, wild right there. Hey, let's talk Monday Night Football. Uh, Giants and Dallas. 
And the Giants, 2-0 at Bet Rivers right now. They're 1-39. Yeah. Real even action on this. Split action um, because uh, 52% of the uh, – of the spread tickets, I'm sorry, the 52% of the money at Bet Rivers is on the Giants. 48% of the tickets are on the Giants uh, on the spread. Dallas is getting 60% of the money line action. Interesting there. Dallas did have a good effort against Cincinnati with the backup quarterback, so maybe yeah. some more co- consumer confidence on the uh, on Cooper Rush. Uh, and the Giants have, boy, squeaked out two of them uh, to be 2-0, and but Hey, it will be uh, a, a a nice environment for the game on Monday Night Football tonight. Any side here, Dave? No, I I, I think this is for me the toughest game of the entire schedule. Uh, I don't have the slightest clue. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna rush to the window to bet against Cooper Rush, who looks serviceable, but the Giants' new coach, new attitude, Barkley's healthy. Daniel Jones isn't the turnover machine we're used to seeing. I don't know. Um, I, and that's that's the only answer I can give you. I don't know. Uh, I, it should be. A, it's got to be a better game to watch than last night's game. Like, wow. Was that, <laughs> I had nothing. I was having a great deal of trouble continuing to watch that game. It's like, will you please end? Uh, and I didn't have anything going on the game. Uh, I think that's the only way you could be interested in the game is if you had a bet on it. And if you had the over, then you had no shot anyway. But that was a terrible game last night between the 49ers and Broncos. This should be a good game tonight between the Cowboys and Giants. Well, I, fo- I followed our buddy Randy McKay, and one man's trash is another man's treasure because if you had the under, it oh, was yeah. a masterpiece uh, last night. So very little. And it, it just kind of, okay, now everybody was uh, Jimmy G. This thing is going to be settled. And, I mean, he's dropping out of the end zone, with not being pressured. And um, he's, what was it? He's Denver a, he's had nine, nine three and outs. Nine three and outs. Jimmy yeah. G is strictly a backup, okay? He's just not accurate enough uh, to be a starting quarterback. He's, he's regressed from where he was when he first arrived there and when he came over from New England. He's just not he, that good. You don't give him a pass for missing all the training camp? No. I mean, he's missing throws all over the place last night. Throws in a triple coverage. A couple of, no, no. I, I uh, for anybody who said that, well, they're better off with Trey Lance because yeah, uh, with that, you know, with Grappler rather than Trey Lance, like no, they're not. Okay, he's uh, a backup, uh, and they're uh, stuck with him the rest of the year. And I don't see how they're going to make the playoffs. The the, the Russell Wilson uh, experiment is not off to a great start, and somehow they're. I but mean, a, a couple, a, a quarterback sneak or a couple of fourth down con- uh, short conversions in Seattle being three and zero. I yeah. mean, imagine that. So. so the defense is very good. And I guess if you're a Broncos fan, you hope that Wilson gets better. And look, he did put together a good drive when they needed it last night. So maybe that's some positive momentum to take out of the game. Bill show they're human. Uh, they uh, they were really shorthanded. Mm-hmm. Yeah, four four starters out. Uh, the, Five. Out for, mm-hmm. Five. And then they lose a couple more guys during the game. Uh, but... Miami's for real. Two is good, and they've got ex- they've got explosive speed on offense. They're a good team. That, that that those are two teams that they they meet again in Buffalo later this year, and I wouldn't be shocked if they meet again in the playoffs. Dave, I do have uh, I just kind of took a shot, and I've I've uh, took a little Yankees money line, a Denver 
uh, on the points and the under and close it out with a little Giants minus one tonight. So that's what I do have going uh, tonight. So I'm already invested uh, with the Giants tonight against the Cowboys. And, you know, pick them game, make it uh, j just rot it out. So I also have a teaser open that Ooh. may just try and middle it. Uh, Giants minus one and Dallas plus a seven uh, on, the, uh, on the teaser. That's not too bad. It looks like a game that should be one possession, which if it is, you're probably going to win. So get some math working for you there. I'm probably just a sideline guy tonight. Uh, very limited baseball schedule. I don't really like anything. And uh, I did make the LSU bet and probably going to make a couple long days over for college football, trying to figure out uh, what to do with a couple of teams uh, that I want to play against. Uh, Colorado, the numbers are getting so ridiculous, I can't do it now. Uh, but, wow, are they a bad football team? <laughs> and uh, yeah. go against the lame duck coaches. I mean, it didn't work Saturday because Georgia Tech did cover the spread right. against Central Florida. But, you know, uh, if, you can, if you can identify the coaches who just are not going to be back next year and go against them, you're going to make more, win more than you lose. I'll give you another one. Mac Brown's done. He's done at North Carolina. They probably won't fire him. They'll let him finish out the season and then they'll resign. But they're terrible. They can't stop anything. I mean, Notre Dame put 45 on the board against them. UNC is the team I'd be looking to go against as the season continues. Very fortunate to beat App State. You know, in the open. Sure, they were. Uh huh. Uh, they they went down to the wire in Atlanta against Georgia State uh, as well, and they're going to have a tough time uh, in the ACC. Uh, because, oh yeah, again, I think so. You know, Duke, Duke's improved, and um, hey man, I, how about that? I never thought I'd be that entertained. And listen, that <laughs> Jalen uh, Jalen Daniels is legit. Ooh. He is really a, his his yards per attempt at one time in the third quarter were seventeen yards an attempt. Three touchdowns with no interceptions. His quarterback rating was like 353 at one point uh, in the third quarter. He's legit. And I always say this, whether it's coaches. And Lance Leopold him, himself, too. Can Lance Leopold go to Tuscaloosa and do what Nick Saban's doing? I don't know. But I don't know if Nick Saban go to Lawrence, Kansas and do what Lance Leopold's doing. It's impressive. Same thing with, like, okay, a Bryce Young or a J.D. Stry can they can, – can Jalen uh, – I, I got more confidence in Jalen Daniels going to Tuscaloosa in Columbus, Ohio, and doing what those guys are doing as opposed to this guy coming – those guys coming to Lawrence and doing what they're doing. The, uh, there's still some major holes on the defense for Kansas, but oh, listen, sure. that offense is legit. Yeah, they can play, and now come the real tests because they're stepping into Big 12 play, and – the rest of the teams in the Big 12 better not take them for granted anymore. I don't think they will. Uh, they, they're playing really good football. West Virginia is not bad. West Virginia is not bad at all. No, they're and they not went bad. To, they went to Morgantown, uh, and they won. It was a toe-to-toe -to -toe game. Went to overtime. Think, but, that, I mean, that's, they're, they're in that uh, caliber. So, we'll see. I, West good Virginia's game got, a, uh, got a shot at Texas this weekend. That uh, should be a good uh, football game. Leopold, I mean, is going to be a high commodity. No, no opinion on tonight's Yankees uh, Severino Gosman game. Gosman is a dollar twenty-one uh, in seven and a half. Of course, it's become a, I mean, not not it's it's a little bit of a sideshow uh, with the judge. It, I mean, hey, that's fine. The place has been packed, but now they leave Yankee Stadium and go north of the border to play in Toronto. Um, Severino in his first start since July thirteenth, last time out was not Good. bad uh, against uh, Pittsburgh. Um, Gosman was much better last time at Philadelphia after being knocked around for five runs in his previous two starts. 
Um, no Gosman here, Dave? Just kind of a pick em game? I'm real thin the last week in baseball. Uh, teams are getting ready for the playoffs. And I, I, it, it's just never been a good week for me. So I, uh, I have a tendency to wind it down. I had a good week last week in baseball. In fact, on Wednesday's show, uh, I think the Tigers are about plus 180 or whatever they were. That, that, was, on, that was last Monday, actually. Monday? Okay. Last... I know he won yeah, something yeah. on Wednesday, too. Uh-huh. Might have been the Guardians. Um, but uh, I, I had a good week in baseball, but I'm very thin in volume. This, I'm just looking for spot, And now the Guardians finally clinch, so you can probably get off that express for the last week. My boy Contreras, who made one bad pitch uh, in the Yankees game. I mean, he hung it uh, after he just walked. He had some really good, good pitches, a 2-2 and 3-2 against Giancarlo Stanton. Yeah. Stanton just didn't. He has played discipline. He laid off on. They started in a strike zone, dipped out, and then he hung one. Uh, to the left-handed hitter, and it was four nothing in that one. But he's a dollar forty-eight and seven and a half against Anderson here in Cincinnati. Oh. Uh, he's a consideration at least to throw uh, into your into your um, your maybe even a Gosman Contreras a type of him. I'm looking for Gosman to try and still be focused uh, and try to as they approach the postseason. Him trying to regain his form. I do think that this is a serious spot uh, for Kevin Gosman. Well, I'm not going to disagree with it. I just don't know what to do with the game because, uh, I mean, the Yankees are playing pretty good ball right now. And uh, to me, you know, it's just that this is my gambling philosophy is not to gamble. Okay, there's obviously a gamble involved in every, any game, but I'm super selective, and this this is just not a game I, I have any interest in wagering on. I wish I could. I mean, I, you know, it's more fun to watch when you got something going, but... That's just not my style, and I can't come up with anything concrete in this game. Uh, but, you know, and, but you like it, so mm-hmm. maybe I'll just tail you. Come on, man. Come on. Uh, but uh, right now, the Yankees um, the, the Yankees in uh, Pittsburgh parlay is plus, plus, plus 209 uh, right now. So uh, plus 209 at uh, Bet Rivers. I, I do like the Giants a little bit. That's why I bet them last night, even though – I've got it uh, already. And, Dave, anything else in college football and pro football that you have identified you want to try and get down early, try, try to beat maybe the closing line? Nothing yet, but by the end of the day, I'll, I'll get involved with this stuff. I've still got work to do on my, my numbers. And, uh, uh, but LSU is LSU's a bet for me. LSU uh, going to uh, Jordan-Hare Stadium. That's a primetime game uh, on a Saturday night. And as you said, that will be a compromised environment. No, no doubt so. about that. Yeah. Plus, LSU is coming up what amounts to a bye week. So, oh, Dave, well, two I mean, first New downs Mexico's... for New Mexico. Yeah. Two. I mean, yeah. what happens with these teams, they take their check and the rental wins, okay? They come in. They just run clock. They play soft defense. Let's get in, get out. I mean, yeah. it is – it's really – I've been uh, I've been complaining about it for 25 years. Okay, it's an epidemic I know. in college I, football. I'm with you. When, here you go, Dave. My uh, one of my years at LSU. Here's our non-conference schedule: Miami of Florida, Ohio State, and Texas A&M. That's Those days are gone. And until until they mandate it, the coaches they're making more money than they ever have, and they're just trying to extend it as long as they can. Well, and, plus the fact you know, if you lose games. You're done as far as the playoffs are concerned. Right. So let's schedule the easiest opponent possible. The opponent doesn't care because they're going to make a lot of money out of it. 
you know, I, I think the idea of going, this is one of the areas where I think the idea of going to 12 helps. Because LSU playing New Mexico isn't going to, it's not going to enhance their resume to get one of those 12 spots. You want to, you can afford a loss with the 12 team playoff. So play, play better competition. Well, whether it's a four or 12 team playoff until the Silk Action Committee actually rewards for playing tougher people, yeah. as opposed to their number one, their number one, uh, the, the most important uh, uh, statistic is a loss column. Yep. And risking loss to get a quality win, sometimes it can pay this, off, this is but why, it's more risky than it is reward. Well, I'll give you an example. Utah, they shouldn't have played Florida. Mm-hmm. They should have played Florida A&M or Florida International because now they've got that lost over. They have to be perfect the rest of the way and then hope that they get that fourth spot, which probably won't happen. Speaking of Florida Don't International, play, I mean, nice. It's great for the fans for, to see Utah-Florida. It was a great football game. Right. But... From Utah's perspective, that loss hurt them. Billy Napier, you can't go for two in that spot as well. So, I mean, you now, now you needed a um, a uh, two-point guard. They get the onside kick. They would have just needed a field goal in that spot instead of a touchdown uh, at the end of the game. So, um, just a little uh, mismanagement of the game late uh, in Knoxville by the rookie Florida head coach. For Dave Koken, I'm Jimmy Ott. We'll be back on Wednesday talking some Major League Baseball and maybe some early football action as well. Sports Better's Paradise here on the Bet Rivers Network.